Welcome to the Mary Gostello Girl Ahead podcast, the weekly unique insight into luxury hospitality around the world by those who know it best. This week, I am absolutely thrilled to be talking to Robin Hudson, the brains behind the Pig Hotels, England's contribution to modern luxury hospitality. Nobody embodies what people really want more than Robin Hudson. Well, I think uh, with the Pig Hotels, Mary, um, it's um, we 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 managed to to strike a a very relaxed kind of environment while still maintaining uh, decent standards. And I think the 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 whole kitchen garden um, elements that we, as you know, we we invest heavily in. Um, really gives us the clue to how we should operate those hotels. So it it actually informs what's on the plate, but also what the decor looks like, and and uh, and uh, and what you should be doing perhaps when you're staying as a pig. You're enjoying those gardens. How did this all start? Well, to be honest, it was it was a little bit by accident. Um, I uh, I was looking at this hotel, and um, it came as part of. A bunch of properties with uh, with what is now known as Limewood, um, and I was considering whether we should we should sell off this hotel. And I was looking around it one day. It wasn't actually worth very much money, according to the valuers. Uh, and I wandered into the kitchen garden, which had a lot of weeds and a couple of carrots. And um, I, it, it sort of it was a bit of a eureka moment. I think uh, you know I looked around and thought, well, I wonder if we brought this to the fore, could we do something interesting? Now it always strikes me that coming <clears throat> to any one of the seven pigs, all of which I adore, I feel I'm coming to a Hudson home because one of your two sons is a fantastic gardener. Your wife is an amazing collector of dare I say it, junk, but now you call it upcycled material. And you just put everything together and get people together. So is this a Hudson home concept? Well, uh, unintentionally, perhaps, Mary. Um, uh, certainly, Judy and I have, have worked together on, on, on the, the look and feel of the hotels right back to Hotel de Vandes. And uh, Ollie, our eldest son, who went to agricultural college, rather fell into um, into the kitchen gardening whilst he was between jobs um, in arboriculture at the time when we opened the very first pig. So um, yes, it has ended up as a bit of a family affair. And, and you know, Perhaps it's uh, it's certainly great from our point of view, and, and I hope that, that comes through for the guests as well. It certainly does, but it also comes through via your incredible team. I was talking to somebody a couple of days ago who said, oh, the pig hotels, where do they get all their people from? Now, they're not staff, they're people. They are admirable young people, all very enthusiastic, with passion, where on earth do you find them? 
You're right. We we are blessed with a with a wonderful uh, team. We we employ around 900 people now, and the vast majority of them are uh, are young. And uh, there's an awful lot of them that are not really trained in in hospitality. Many of them are journeymen through uh, between perhaps uh, school and university, or university and doing something else. Um, but what we try to do is we try have always tried to recruit on personality rather than uh, technical ability. So long as we've got a few technicians that can actually teach the others uh, what they need to be doing, personality absolutely is 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 the most important and very difficult to teach. You can't you can't install that into someone if they haven't got it. But you can inspire it. This is all such a change from the days when you started at Claridge's in London as a waiter, presumably wearing black tails. And now your people wear pink shirts, they wear sometimes neckties, they wear their own blue jeans, they wear trainers, and they feel as though they're so happy. They're performers really enjoying the play. I've always believed that uh, what uh, any team member wears absolutely affects how they deliver the the, the service. Um, and if they feel comfortable and remembering that the average age of our employees is uh, around 26 years old, um, uh, as, as an average, you know, that they are used to wearing those sort of clothes and, and feel more confident in them rather than in, in a, uh, some kind of uniform of a, of a crimpoline suit, the sort of things that uh, many a hotel uh, uh, asked their staff to, to work in in times gone by. Now, does this mean that you have younger guests um, or are you as desirable to 70-year-olds as you are to 26-year-olds? Mary, I've always um, tried with the pig to create an atmosphere that, that actually appeals to a very broad church. So I, <laughs> I hope that we are kind of trendy enough or relevant enough for the, for the young 20-year-olds, uh, but not too scary for the, for the 70 and 80 and 90-year-olds. I'm taking my mother, who's 94, next week, and I hope she won't be too scared by what's going on. I'm sure she will love it. And in fact, um, I was impressed at the last pig I went to, which was a couple of weeks ago at the gorgeous, gorgeous new one that you have in Padstow, Harlin Bay. And the average age of the guests seemed to be about the same as that of, of the team members working there. How many of these guests, how many of them are repeats across the board? It's not a, a statistic that we track very carefully, um, but uh, we do know that it's in the region of 50% and we, we have a lot of, uh, a lot of our clients who actually are multiple, multiple guests. So, uh, in fact, we had uh, a chap this last week who had decided instead of going abroad, he was going to stay in all, uh, six of the pigs he was going to stay in, uh, two days each. And he created his own little tour around each one. And, and that was his, um, his holiday because his his previous plans had been uh, had been rather scuppered. What a brilliant idea! It's so like home. They're all like home. Have you anyone who actually lives in any of the pigs? No, we we don't. I mean, I've rather, always rather liked the idea of that. I mean, the, the, I remember when I was at the Savoy Company. I think Elaine Stritch was mm. the 
the, the resident uh, at the Savoy at that time. But, um, and of course, there's many hotels that have had artists and residents and so on. It'd be rather nice, wouldn't it, to, to uh, have someone like that. Maybe you should come and stay, Mary. Oh, I'm <laughs> telling you, Robin Hudson, one of these days I'm going to move into a hotel. And as soon as I tell all my hotelier friends that they recoil and turn away, oh, goodness, we don't want her there. But... I could stay in one of your shepherd's huts. Now, for those who don't know, a shepherd's hut is a kind of box on wheels, and you have them at some of your properties. How did you come to think of having shepherd's huts as fully en suite uh, bedrooms? Yes, we uh, at the Pig at Harling Bay, we, we've... Uh, designed our own uh, own huts. In fact, they're rather larger they, than yeah, the traditional. Yeah, they are. They're kind of double size, aren't they? Yeah. In fact, we 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 call them garden wagons because we feel slightly fraudulent to uh, <laughs> call them shepherd's huts. But they are indeed on wheels, and we have managed to fit a full bathroom and both an inside uh, and an outside shower and a double-ended bath and, and all the other bits that you would get in, in a normal hotel bedroom. But they they seem to be very popular at the moment. So, Well, I'm sure they are. And at Studland, you have kind of uh, hobbit kind of little cottages actually in <laughs> the wall garden. You make it very special for people to come and stay and have an instant memory. And this is what travellers want today. Yes, you've you've rambled me. I I I love a hut, as you've you've <laughs> you've worked out. So we have all sorts of different huts. In the Pig at Bridge Place, we have what we call hot pickers huts, mm. which uh, I I found a reference uh, from uh, genuinely from that the hot pickers used to stay in, and we copied a version of that uh, as as our little huts uh, down there. So yes, I do love a hut. You also love things that are recycled. If we could talk a minute about the marvellous floorboards, some of which, if they're not original 18th or earliest century stone flags, they're probably going to be upcycled railway sleepers. Tables in your restaurants are definitely one-offs. I get the impression they're bought in flea sales. The china doesn't match. It's all marvellously unchipped and clean. And the food is within a range of 25 miles. How did the upcycling come to start? And how did this local food start? Well, in a way, it's all it's all part of the of, of the same uh, atmosphere we're trying to create, and and uh, we have a we have a, a, a very large commitment to sustainability. Um, we're not perfect by any means, um, and 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 we continually strive to do more. But obviously, growing our own food and what we can't grow, um, sourcing that from within twenty five miles is a pretty good start, and then. Taking the, the idea of upcycled furniture, we use an awful lot of pre-owned furniture, so um, vintage or the occasional antique, we might, uh, we, we might stretch that far. But um, we tend to use uh, things that have been repurposed as, as well quite a lot, rather than buying in container loads uh, of, of new furniture from China or somewhere. That just doesn't really feel right. Everything, every room, every bit tells a story and now people who are your followers can 
find the story from the west of England in Cornwall right through to the east of England in Kent. You have seven properties now, seven pigs. How many more and how far are you going to extend, Robin? Well, um, we are working on, on our next property at the moment, which is in West Sussex, near to Arundel, in a, a small village mm-hmm. called Maidhurst. So we hope that that will open at the beginning of next year with a, with a, a fair wind um, and no more uh, shutdowns as we've had with, with the last property. Um, I mean, I have no desire to take over the world it's, in terms of, uh, of hotels. I, I like running a smallish business. Um, I don't think I'd be, I, I don't think I'd last two seconds in the sort of corporate world. I think they'd soon throw me out because I wouldn't conform to, to something or other. Um, so I, I, I always intend this to be a small, medium sized uh, business. And I'm, at the moment, I'm not looking beyond uh, the next property. Um, but, you know, never say never, of course, but it, it won't be another dozen more properties, that's for sure. Robin, you're talking about you have no idea of taking over the world. What would make the world a better place for you personally? Well, maybe we could start with making the UK a better place to, to, to start with. And, and so, I mean, if the, the, the great thing that's happened out of this whole um, if you search deeply out of this whole pandemic situation, is that hospitality um, has uh, has gained a voice and has gained some recognition, which perhaps it didn't have before with, with politicians. And so uh, if I was in charge of UK PLC today, I would make my, uh, uh, my, my right-hand man would be my my chancellor and my left-hand man would be my minister of tourism uh, and at the moment they don't have such a, 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 a post and it falls between a myriad of different um, uh, departments so that would be my my first um, uh, my the first thing that I would do as far as the world I think I would like to see tolerance you have actually been an incredibly strong voice over the last few months and congratulations on that and congratulations also on the empathy that comes out amongst all the people working in your hotels and the guests who are there you are producing nice ambiances for nice people they seem to be nice. Now, they might come along. Your customers might come along in the latest 4x4 or even a Maserati Quadraponte, say, but they're nice people. They're not arrogant. They're not snobby. They're people who leave their old-fashioned um, Louboutins behind and put on the brightly coloured welly boots that you provide for them. All this is terribly 2021, looking ahead to next year and the future. But what is so amazing is is that you had all these concepts. Now, 10 years ago, you were ahead of your time and now you are right for it. Yeah, I mean, you know, you know, occasionally you you have an idea which catches the zeitgeist of of the moment, uh, I suppose. And uh, yes, we seem to have struck a chord that absolutely plays into the, you know, the psyche of of, of, of the public today. Um, we do have a really great clientele, and I agree with you. Uh, you know, the vast majority are really lovely people. I kind of think that you. 
you tend to get the clientele you deserve. And I hope that doesn't sound too arrogant. But if we behave in a certain way, I rather think it encourages uh, the team and our guests to behave in a similar way. And Robin Hudson then went away, presumably to plan yet more pig hotels around England. Would that the whole world could follow and find the pig hotels. Next week, I'll be talking to Francois Delahaye, who is the COO, adding French style to the superb Dorchester collection. But before you run away, I'd like you to share comments from Marcel Thomas, who made the Upper House in Hong Kong so very special and who has just started now at Mandarin Oriental Marrakesh. Over to Marcel Thomas. Mary Gosselow's podcast, which is informative, which is creative, and which gives a lot of people, or which should give a lot of COVID-nervous people, a different sort of view on what traveling is all about. And scared people should be taught not to be scared because traveling is a wonderful thing. And I think you you talk about matters which make traveling interesting. What do you think they're missing by not traveling? Because this COVID is one danger, right? But there's, there's, there's a gazillion other dangers and and opportunities during travel. And I think they miss, they miss life. Whoever doesn't travel misses the real life because humans are meant to be exploring and humans are, you know, even in a medieval age, people used to travel. Even before, people traveled for different reasons. You've been listening to the Mary Gostello Girl Ahead podcast. Join us next week for another extraordinary insight into the world of luxury travel. And don't forget to tell your friends and colleagues about the show.